within five minutes, I just was like, wow, this is what love at first sight feels like. I know some people say, oh, I just love you more and more every day, but I just fell in love with you head over heels, all of me right away. And mm-hmm. been in love that much ever since. The only thing that I dream of is for you to be dreaming of me. And the only thing that I long for is for you to long obsessively. Doesn't everybody want to be adored? Sometimes that's all we're looking for, even though I know there's so much more to love. You're listening to The One. And I'm Robin Wilson. The One is a podcast that showcases everyday people and the love stories that make them unique. If you'd like to share your love story with me, please email me at lovestorypodcast at gmail.com. I can't wait to hear from you. My guests today on The One are Adam and Rachel, whose meet cute could have been scripted by Hollywood, complete with a goofball persona and an irresistible WTF button. All right, so Rachel... Tell me three things that you love about Adam. Well, right off the bat, his beard would have to be top of the list. (laughs) Also, Adam's sense of humor. Adam and I just spend a ton of time laughing, uh, whether it's in the evening just hanging out or out and about. Um, We're always making each other laugh, which I really value. And then I think, too, Adam gets me out of my comfort zone. Uh, so I would happily stay home and just turn it away uh, with Netflix and a bowl of popcorn every night. But um, Adam kind of gets me out to some events that I wouldn't normally seek out. And through these events and these ventures, we've kind of met some cool people that I really like, like you and Phil. He drags you to do podcasts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's go Although to a stranger's the, house. This one, this one, he didn't have to drag me. <laughs> So, Adam, three things that you love about Rachel, please. Rachel is uh, brilliant. Uh, she is beautiful. And she is also my anchor. She's kind of this, a center of gravity that, uh, that helps to keep me from doing all the dumb stuff that I might normally do. Not dumb stuff, but, like, I tend to take on a lot. And Rachel is sort of the voice of reason. And some, she, she can often tell when I'm stressed out before I can. She's <laughs> like, maybe you should just stay in tonight. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm about to melt down. So that's a great idea. No, you're like, no, I'm fine. And then you come out like 20 minutes later and like, okay, yeah, maybe I'll take the evening off. I don't sound like that. <laughs> but I do sound like So going back to the beginning, mm-hmm. Rachel, mm-hmm. tell me how you guys met. Okay. So we met on OkCupid and it was sort of a, an accident that we met but we'd met before oh okay so I was on students council at the U of A and Adam had come in to do a presentation and he was doing this presentation and he'd kind of taken on this persona as a rock star messy dude it was it was gallant and goofus (laughs) yeah and I was goofus (laughs) And so I was like, oh, he's really hot and he looks like a rock star. And I'm pretty sure he has like a tattoo. And wait, is that an elvish tattoo on his arm? But then I was like, no, he's like messy and he's talking about how disorganized he is. And I didn't know that it was just this kind of sales pitch 
that he was taking That's on. That's how good it was. So I was like, no, no, he's like, we wouldn't match with my type A personality. So a few months later, we were both on OkCupid. So I was on there and I kind of came across like, okay, Cupid recommended Adam as a match. And I was like, oh my gosh, it's the guy from the Students' Council and he's wearing a Listerine costume and being oh. really, didn't you have a piece of broccoli coming out of your nose in one of those pictures too? Like, yeah. I put some really <laughs> stupid pictures of myself on the internet. It was, um, it was good. Was it? <laughs> it was funny. And, um, I was kind of like, no, like he. He's not right for me. And then like. But the algorithm few, said I was. Every few days I'd go back and look at his profile as you do when you're online stalking someone. And one of these days I noticed the button. It said WTF. And I was like, what? What the fuck is this WTF button? What, what does it do? And I clicked on it and it sent Adam something. And so I was like, no, no, no. Cancel, cancel. But then he responded back, and I think your email was like, hey, you sent me this report, and it disappeared. Not really sure, like, what all that was about. But anyways, I see that you like Star Trek and Battlestar Galactica, and that's really cool. We should chat. And, and we did. And we did. Yeah. Uh, but we talked for a little while. Yeah. Like, messaging back and forth, and then eventually uh, we got on the phone. No, then, eventually yeah. I was like, how about we take this conversation offline? And Did you actually say it that way? I'm surprised I agreed to it if that's what you said. <laughs> How about we start talking IRL? Um, yeah, you almost like you that. definitely did not say that because I would have been like, nope, I'm out. So um, I basically asked him to go for coffee mm-hmm. and Adam, like we were just chatting back and forth and all night we'd been replying like instantly. And then as soon as I was like, hey, uh, do you want to go for coffee? Adam just like, silent like no response for hours and i was like oh man like hey i really liked that guy irl i had to go upstairs and eat dinner so and then he came back down he's like oh oh no shoot shit or something like that i'm sorry uh yes yes let's do this and so then we met up at the sugar bowl and had a great conversation actually yeah before i met adam i didn't really believe in love at first sight but as soon as I sat down and was chatting with Adam, it was just like things clicked. It just instantly was good. I oiled was... my beard that night. <laughs> I was irresistible. You didn't, didn't have a beard then. But what he, oh. where, what he did do, sure? no, but yeah, you didn't have a beard then. You had that little soul patch. Oh, and, and you still <laughs> curse you. Well, he showed up with this like Star Trek shirt. It was a Star Trek ship in a bottle. Mm, I and I just thought shirt. it was so funny. Hmm. So dreamy and handsome. <laughs> yep. I really nailed that. Apparently it's soul patch even. Yeah. And so meeting him in real life, did he live up to your... There was, I think, instant chemistry. Yeah. At least on, oh, yeah. I felt like there was. And For sure. instantly we just laughed and felt comfortable and... And had a lengthy conversation that was like... About all kinds of things. Yeah. I actually, as I recall, maybe I'm not remember the, remembering this correctly, but I seem to recall we talked about even kids. Like, what's your stance on having children? No, man. Third date. Third date. Yeah. See, so Rachel remembers this stuff, and I enjoy a lot of beer, and so I remember very little of it. So third date rolls around, and I'm like... Hey, wait, wait. Before oh. we get to the third date, yeah. oh, okay. was there a kiss on the first date? Mm, oh, yeah. No. 
Do you want to tell us what happened? Well, I mean, basically, Rachel, like, tried to prolong the goodbye for as long as possible. Yeah, I did, like, the whole, like, oh, I can't find my keys in my purse. And I was like, oh, damn, I, those I, keys, they're impossible. I can't figure out what key it is, even though there's only two keys on this key ring. <laughs> oh. Basically, I'm an idiot. And I was, I was just, I don't know, I think I was really nervous or I didn't want to... I didn't want to rush things and scare you or, or something. And, and I, I failed to deliver. So there was no first kiss. So when did the first kiss happen then? Second date. Yes. After the Watchmen. Yeah. <laughs> they, we w- went and saw like the least romantic movie. It was kind of awkward because there's just giant blue wang on the screen. And it's a really violent movie. And there's like yeah. sexual violence in it too. So it wasn't really like... Yeah, yeah. It's not like after you're like, oh man, I can't wait to kiss you. It's like, were you staring at Dr. Manhattan's penis the whole time too? So you made the first move, Rachel? I totally did. Yeah. Yeah. And then I was like, great. Now I know what the, what the, you know, what the line is. We've crossed it. Yeah. Yeah. I think we made out like junior high kids that night. Yeah. Yeah. Seeing a giant blue wang will do that to you. Yeah. I was giddy with blue wang. Yes. So there you so go. So much blue. <laughs> it's understandable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so just a junior high makeout session on the second date. Well, I mean, I had I wanted to make sure that we were both tested and mm. uh, safe about it, and so I think that came up on the second date, and by the third date, it was like, okay. <laughs> You've been tested. <laughs> Excellent. <Yeah>. Proceed. <laughs> yeah. I worked uh, like I'm very involved in the sexual health field, and really feel like. You know, like, girls shouldn't be embarrassed about their sexuality, and I was pretty much like, I want you, but I also wanted to make sure it was with someone I cared about, and someone who wasn't going to give me, like, herpes. Mm -hmm. So, Rachel, is there something that Adam does that never fails to get you in the mood? Um, whenever Adam shaves and trims his beard, like not the actual act of doing that, but like... Yeah, that's actually, that's pretty gross. You just look so handsome. You just look so handsome. Rachel hates After. it when this thing's really like grown out. I love having oh, a long beard. Oh, it's because when he kisses me, his mustache goes up into my nostrils. Oh, yeah. It's the worst. By design. <laughs> that's... Call it the pipe cleaner. Um, or like <laughs> if I come home and everything's clean and dinner has started... Yeah. yeah, you do a lot of things right. I try. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't like having a dirty kitchen either. <laughs> yes. Yeah. The getting lucky is just a good byproduct. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or uh, you kiss my neck. That usually is like. Yeah, that's like instant. Like okay. I think that's why I like the beard too, because there's like extra tickling. On but the then neck. why wouldn't you like the big bushy? Uh... Because that's when it goes up into my nose. But your and that nose is a type is, of tickling I don't it's like. It's not on your that neck, is, though. That is an orifice that is off limits during sexy time play. All right. I didn't know this until this very moment. <laughs> I had plans. Yeah. I had plans for, for nose play. In fact, our safe word should be nostril, I think. Wow, that's about the least sexy safe word. So it works. Yeah. It's perfect. I'm glad we're, we're fighting all this out tonight. Yeah. This yeah. was kind of unexpected, actually. <laughs> So, Adam, before meeting Rachel, did you have any expectations of what a long-term relationship would look like? I don't know. I don't. That's a tough question. I mean, I think, like, before I met Rachel, all of my relationships had ended. So it was like, I don't really know how to, how to keep these things going. <laughs> and it turns out, you know, you meet the right person and 
when when the road gets rough, you actually have to talk about it. I think is when we're all younger, we we're like, oh, this is too hard. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to get out and, and and do something else. Um, but we've you know we've had our we haven't nothing crazy has happened with us, but we've had our ups and downs. And mm-hmm. I think uh, I think now that we're dating, I, I think I know more what I what I want out of a long term relationship, and and I think we've uh, done a pretty good job. Absolutely. We're we still you together. Have to say that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so, did you're watching your parents' relationship, both of you? Did that influence how you relate to each other? I think seeing my parents, my parents go through a really rough divorce, has made me more hesitant to get married. I almost see marriage as the first step to divorce, so it's kind of held me back. But that's where we're opposites, and it, it's kind of nice, like. I can sometimes, well, usually I'm the optimistic one, but when it comes to relationships, I think I'm kind of more hesitant and mm-hmm. cautious, I guess. And yeah. Adam's like, let's do it. <laughs> Whatever. Neato. This will be fun. <laughs> and Rachel's always like, I've changed my mind again. Like we, we jump back and forth between uh, whether or not we should get married or if she, we should just remain calm in law. And, you know, some days it's let's do it and let's have a huge wedding. And some days it's like, there's no way we're ever getting married. So it's an ongoing conversation for us. Yeah. And so where are you guys now in your relationship? Well. We're coming up on our, is it seven or eight years? It's seven. Okay. We're coming up on our seventh anniversary. Yeah. And I think right now we're kind of like, we're going to get married on our, in our 10th year together. Yeah. That's the, that's the plan right now. Yeah. What, what shape that takes? Like if it's, I, I, I suspect if, if I have my way that it will be. Somewhere far away with a strange foreign man as our witness. Nice. Like, I, I just don't, you know, that's how it is right now. Rachel's making a face. <laughs> no, but. I was, strange foreign man just took me back to Dr. Manhattan. So. Yes, yes. A blue a godlike man. Blue. Well, I think there we'd ask him to wear pants. <laughs> I don't know. Or just like a. the theme. Just put on a sarong. Yeah. That's the kind of country I imagine we'd be getting right. married. Uh, put on a sarong, sir. And I, sign this document. <laughs> I think we're at the point now where it's like we, we could, we might. We uh, want the marriage, but not the wedding. Yeah. And exactly. I think that's a good place to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But on the, on the other hand, like we have a joint bank account. We have we a together. KitchenAid mixer yeah. called yeah. Whippy Goldberg. Yeah. We have a cat. Um, we have a cat. Yeah. We have everything except for the rings. And I don't know how I feel about the rings. Mm-hmm. I don't know that. Don't how, about this? how about instead of a ring, we just get each other Lego sets. You can get me the Lego Millennium Falcon, <laughs> and I'll get you whatever fucking Lego thing you want. Who cares? Yeah, that'd be pretty sweet. Okay, we're good. that's what we're doing. Awesome. So when that Millennium Falcon comes in, I'll know yeah. your intentions are honorable, young lady. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys have, it seems like you, you talk about a lot. You have a lot of common interests and things are good. Is the bathroom door open or closed? Ah. <laughs> uh, when Rachel's using the bathroom, it's open. This Okay, okay so hang so, on. No, no, no. This, this drives me nuts. Rachel goes to the bathroom with the door open. Almost all the time. If not totally okay, open, then at least slightly ajar. So I used to go with it completely open, and then Adam asked me to close it. I was yeah. like, fuck. <laughs> Fine. And so now I just, like, close it, but I don't latch it. it it's open a crack. But, like, my, my old roommate and I, we would both 
go into our bathrooms, doors wide open, and have a huge conversation and laugh and giggle. And it was awesome. Okay. And I really wanted that with Adam. And he's like, ew. No, so like the other day, like, or not the other day, a couple weeks ago, I'm sitting on the couch and Rachel's like yelling at me from the bathroom. <laughs> and I'm like, just come out here and talk to me when you're done. I'm not, I'm not doing this right now. Adam's, for how outgoing he is and how some of the things you say can be like slightly borderline offensive you're kind of a prude something something that adam does when i'm in the bathroom though is he'll text me things like did you fall in or did you pass out are your legs numb (laughs) which i find really sweet (laughs) yeah it shows he cares yeah exactly i'm just i'm just thinking about the mess i'll have to clean up so rachel you kind of touched on this a little bit uh adam is super outgoing Mm -hmm. he's always out He's got his hands in a lot of pots in the city. Mm. And you prefer to stay home. Yeah. How do you guys balance those differences in your personalities? So I don't know if it was just where I was at in life or I'd had enough shitty relationships that I'd learned enough lessons from to be ready to have a good relationship. But when I went into this relationship with Adam, I was like, I really... Um, want us to be each other's cherry on top. I don't want us to make each other's life. I want us to enhance each other's life. So both of us have so many side interests and little hobbies and projects. Uh, Most of mine revolve around crafting and the couch. And Adam's take him all over the city. and I just like to go (laughs) hang out with people and drink beer. So... I think that that's kind of how we balance each other out. Like sometimes I'll get Adam to go do something that he wouldn't normally do with me and vice versa. But at the end of the night, we're really supportive of each other's interests and hobbies and making sure that both of us have a life outside of each other, Yeah, which is awesome because then we actually have things to talk to each other about at night. And we're always open and honest about like, so... I, I go out fairly frequently and I'll invite Rachel to come every time, knowing that more often than not, the answer is going to be no. And that's okay. I just, uh, the reason I ask her every time is so that she knows that if she wants to come, she's more than welcome. I'd love to have her out. If it's, if I ask her to something that's really important, we communicate that with each other. Like, I don't know. It's important for you to be there. I need, I need, I well, like you. there's this great event. I need you to be there. It's not maybe going to be the most fun for you, but. I just really need your support, and she's totally understanding of that. So I think we're pretty good at, at the communication thing, and that makes that whole, the sort of two lives easier <laughs> than, uh, than maybe in other relationships. It's also nice, too, because once a week, Adam goes bowling on Tuesdays, and he's like, do you want to come? And I was like, fuck no. Um, <laughs> Rachel hates bowling. I do. So every Tuesday, Adam goes and does his bowling thing, and every Tuesday, I watch all the shows that drive Adam nuts and have just like a chill night to myself. I'm someone who needs like a lot of alone time, and it's kind of nice just to, well, I don't know, I was going to say, it's kind of nice just to be naked in your apartment, hanging out, but that (laughs) happens when Adam's there too, so. (laughs) And so you guys have really these separate lives from each other. Mm -hmm. Do you make do you make it a priority to have that time together as well to sort of balance that out? Yeah, we uh, every Wednesday night is our date night. So the the rule is you don't plan anything that night. 
and uh, date night comes first before family, friends. It's before work. Like if you know, on the very rare occasions that I have to work late, those come every now and then, and they're okay. But we we don't make a habit out of that. And and like my colleagues at work know that too. They know that on Wednesdays, you know, at five I leave. And and sometimes it doesn't always work out scheduling wise. I mean, yeah, we've had a few. Um, Cases because Rachel's a teacher and she's had parent-teacher interviews on a Wednesday night. We just moved date night to another day that same week. Parent-teacher interviews, ruining date night. I know. God, the development of the youth of Alberta, (laughs) ruining the potential to watch the Great British Bake Off on Netflix together. (laughs) Together, yeah. Yeah, together. I I can't emphasize that enough. So, so while you know stuff occasionally comes up, I mean, we're talking. Maybe a grand total of five nights a year where we have to move day night, but that is that is the sort of covenant in our relationship. That's it's, amazing. Yeah, yeah, and it's and great. It, it came about because I was feeling like it was hard to get some quality time with Adam because he was always so busy, and then I was just like, "Look, I just need one night where I feel like I'm the priority, I'm your focus, and now it's good." Yeah. yeah. And so, how long has this been going on? Oh, man. At least three years. Three years, yeah. Yeah. Since it was before Don Iverson was elected. Yes. Yeah, so I worked on Don's campaign. And even through... And that was a pretty intensive period of time. I was working a full-time job and and helping with the campaign. But Wednesday nights were were sacred. Yeah. So we made that work. Even though the whole rest of the campaign, Rachel was like, I don't even know who you are anymore. (laughs) There were there Wednesdays I got to see you. That's right. So with Adam sort of being a local celebrity, being <laughs> quite well known around town, when you do go out together, are you constantly being inundated with fans? Okay. Do you want to tell a story or do you want me to tell a story? The question is for you, Rach. Okay. So round about the time that we got Whippy Goldberg, uh, <laughs> we also decided to buy a bed together, as you do when you're... Uh, Sleeping on an old double bed that kills your back. It was so brutal. Mm -hmm. Anyways, uh, we were shopping for a bed and we're in sleep country. And this woman comes up to Adam and she's got two kids with her. And her kids are just like monsters, like jumping on the bed. And this woman comes up to us and she goes, oh my gosh, are are you bingo fuel? (laughs) And I was like, for fuck's sake, lady, we're shopping for a bed. Like, like back off. Uh, it was a little weird. So I think she like wanted to test some beds with you. <laughs> yeah. So th- that can you, that was the only bad time. Every other time it's been awesome. Tell me about a time that was so frustrating or you were so stressed out that you can now look back on and laugh. There was one night where we were both really frustrated and ended up laughing so hard I peed my pants. Should we tell that story? Oh, yes. Was that your birthday? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, was the bathroom door open or closed? <laughs> in this case, it was open. Because we were both in there. So it was my birthday. Our dishwasher had been broken for a couple, a couple weeks. And it was the plumbing that was attached to the dishwasher, so we couldn't use the kitchen sink either. Right. So we had like two weeks worth of dishes. It was my birthday. Because I'm a hermit, I didn't want to go out for dinner. I really just wanted to have dinner at home. And so we washed dishes in our bathtub. Like hillbillies. Yeah. And we were like, we're never going to talk about this. And so 
We like do dishes in the bathtub. Like so many, like all of our dishes. Oh, so gross. We, we own quite a few dishes, you know? And Adam comes out and he like takes off his shirt because it's just disgusting after doing dishes. And he flops down on the floor. And at this point, the cat decides that Adam's nipple ring is probably the most <laughs> amazing thing to play with. And she must play with it right there and then. And she goes over and she starts to play with his nipple ring. <clears throat> but after about a second, she realizes that her claw is actually caught on the nipple oh, ring Lord. and starts to freak out, which makes Adam freak out. And instead of helping Adam, I started to laugh so hard that <laughs> I what you peed my pants <laughs> on my 25th birthday. Yeah. As I, I you just, do when you're an adult. I just remember her yelling, I'm peeing, I'm peeing. <laughs> so, so funny that she peed her pants. I think it was just like a good tension breaker because... Because we just washed dishes We were dishes kind of frustrated yeah. that we were having to wash dishes, but neither of us wanted to admit that we were frustrated because it was my birthday and it was meant to be a nice occasion. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Like, oh man, that night was brutal. And then it wasn't anymore. Yeah. That's a pretty good memory. Yeah. Adam, what's your favorite memory of Rachel? Ooh, uh, oh, okay. I've got a good one, actually. A couple summers ago, <laughs> we took a we took a trip to San Francisco. And I know you and Phil love San Francisco. We do. I had a great time. We, we stayed in an Airbnb. We got to really use Uber for the first time. And uh, we, we got to go to the California Academy of Sciences. And what's the other place called? The Exploratorium. The Exploratorium. And Rachel is a huge science nut. And basically our trip, like, all I wanted to do was drink beer and eat oysters. That's all I cared about doing. And we got to do a hell of a lot mm-hmm. of it. And, um, and all I wanted to do was go to the science museum. And that was so, like, seeing Rachel giddy about, okay, so we got to the California Academy of Sciences. Like, she was just like a kid in a candy store. And at the Exploratorium, we did this... Um, oh, yeah! Sensory deprivation thing where there, there was no light and very little sound in this room, this series of rooms you had to make your way through. But it wasn't a room. It was like... It was like an obstacle So course. it's a geodesic dome. Yeah. And at some parts, you're crawling. Um, some There's like this one part where you come out of a tunnel and you're up to your waist in... Dry beans. Yeah. And so it's, it was meant to be all about texture, so yeah. it's pitch black in there, and we got separated very quickly, and it was so neat. I experienced a moment of blind panic. Oh. Because I'm claustrophobic, so this was like the dumbest thing a claustrophobe could do. But just like Rachel being so excited about these, being able to go to these two places was incredible. Yeah, so that is the most romantic thing. Seeing you in San Francisco <laughs> giddy as a schoolgirl. And what's the best compliment Adam has ever given you, Rachel? Oh. These are tough questions. Yeah. They're not softballs. No, they're not. I like when Adam sort of recognizes that um, I'm smart. Also, when I tell you a joke that really makes you laugh, (laughs) that is like, yes, because usually Adam has the best jokes. So when I get a good one, I'm like, yeah. So yeah. we've, we've rewatched Star Trek every every series like a million times. And we basically just rewatch it so we can make fun of it. We basically just troll Star Trek. <laughs> I mean, I love like, the show. There's nothing I don't love about it, but I love making fun of it too. And so when Rachel makes some comment about something someone's just said and I laugh, she's like, hey, yeah, nailed it. <laughs> so Adam. Yes. How does Rachel show you that she loves you? 
So I think one of the ways, I mean, it, it may seem really simple, but like I'm a very tidy person. I'm not the goofus that uh, that Rachel thought I was. No, quite the opposite. I'm, I'm the clean one. Clean's not the right word. We're both very clean. But Rachel will cast about her clothing and, and you know, I fuss about a mess. I always notice when Rachel has cleaned up. And I know that she does it not necessarily because she's like, well, it's getting kind of yucky in here. She's like, I think Adam will really appreciate this. And I always do. And when I come home and that's done, oh, man, I'm just like, she loves me. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Rachel, does Adam do something to show? Can I talk about Deb? Yeah, sure. Yeah. So um, almost a year ago, we felt like things were good. Like they weren't bad. They, They were good between us, but not as great as they could have been in some areas. So we started going to a counselor like mm-hmm. once a month. Um, and one of the things she had us do was like come up with these little things that each other does. Caring behaviors. Caring. Oh, yes, that was it. Caring behaviors. Yeah. And so it was everything from like, uh, for me, it was everything from little love taps on the butt to just like taking five minutes, no matter what's going on, just to like kind of hug or. That's a long ass hug, though. Five minutes. <laughs> So sometimes I'll get Adam to dance with me, which like just puts me over the moon. But counseling, I would recommend it for anyone. Even if things are good. Yeah, I think we'll probably still go for check-ins even when they are good. Yeah. Just to make sure. Because we thought things were pretty good before, like not great, but pretty good. And like they're probably the best they've ever been now in our whole relationship. Mm -hmm. Would you say? Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't wasn't like out of a crisis either. Mm No. So I think often people, couples can wait too long for that. Like, so I highly recommend it. So Rachel, what was it about Adam that made it clear to you that he was the one? Just how comfortable with you I was and that you actually got my jokes. Just how much we laughed that first night. I think my cheeks hurt from laughing so hard. Yeah. And they'd never kind of connected with someone because people always saw me as this... Um, When I need to be, I can be very outgoing and turn on the charm. But with Adam, it came without a lot of effort, which was so nice. Also, I was really attracted to you right off the bat. So that helped. Yeah. And I think with Adam, it it was just like, I'm just going to put it all out on the table. And thankfully, it worked. And Adam, for you, when was the moment? You know, I think Rachel said it earlier. It's it's having uh, someone who's the cherry on top, someone who enhances your life but it's not like you like I don't feel like I was feeling a void in my life but I mean this is like leveling up my life you know so mm-hmm. having someone it's that like I know buff. yeah who can who can walk through life with me and be able to participate in the things that I love and me participate in the things that she loves and and uh, it's just an enhancement it's like the best add-on ever thanks for listening to this episode of the one If you haven't already, make sure to subscribe in iTunes because there are many more love stories to be told. I'd like to thank Jacek Chocolate Couture for spreading joy in the form of chocolates generously provided for my guests today. The music for The One is I Love You Oddly by Rebecca Angel. You can hear more from Rebecca on iTunes or at ReverbNation.com backslash Rebecca Angel. Until next time, here's a quote from Captain James T. Kirk. You'll learn something about men and women. Caring for each other, being happy with each other, being good to each other. That's what we call love. And if there's one thing you've learned by now, it's a love.
I feel but oddly 